hell is driving? Hey, why don't you bring that car by the shop and we'll see if we can't bust that out for you. That was a girl. I gotta tell you, you're turning out to be a gearhead. I just want to know what my dad used to do. I mean, I could work here for you this summer. Your mom would never go for that. You don't know that. The car you're looking at held the Petaluma Speedway record for quite some time. How? You drop it from a plane? There's the old man of yours. See what you can do. How did that feel? Awesome. You're a Lansing. You should race again. It's a young man's sport. I know that. I've accepted it. What about a young woman? Oh, boy. You could be on my race team. Show me the ropes. Let's just take it slow. Who the hell am I kidding? You're gonna put your foot through the floorboard as soon as you get out there. <laughs> so why'd you stop racing? Your dad didn't just die in a car wreck. He died in a car wreck on that track. Ellie. Mom? In what world, Tim, do I approve of Ellie Lansing racing a car? I got it, I got it! Well, no, no, no. Maybe I'm just not as good as you thought I was. You're better than I thought you were. So, baby, bye-bye. This place was our whole world. If we weren't racing, we were studying. Is she really that good? I wish I knew. You do. He's in you. This all matters to me. This is what I actually want. Lady Driver wants to run with the big boys now, huh? You're not scared. A little scared you're gonna crash into me. Can't crash into you if I'm ahead of you. You got this, kid. Thanks, Mom. There is an intangible component that goes with every trip. Sometimes it's desire. Sometimes it's heart. But only you're gonna know where that is. All right, welcome back to another episode of Matinee Baseball. The playoffs might be over, but we are still here. As always, we're uh, sponsored by Muddy Bites, the best part of a Sunday cone. You need to get yourself some of them. They am at Menards, Walmarts, and Hy-Vees. Just go to their website, moneybites.com. And you need to do some Twitter contests that apparently no one likes free Muddy Bites. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I got to do to get somebody to do like the bare minimum for free chocolate candy in a mailbox. Um, I'm judging every single one of you. Um, like I said, Matinee Baseball, part of the tailgatesociety.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify. Any, Basically, anywhere you find your podcast app of choice. Seek us out. I believe there is a culture check coming down the pipe with the new Black Panther movie. And Ander, which is Ander, is an amazing show. Probably the best show I've seen in a long time. And uh, go to the tailgatesociety.com and see all Gukin's trends. And Nicole and Jake's amazing F1 coverage. And speaking of Nicole, she joins us again along with Tammy Dooley to discuss 2020's Lady Driver, a dirt track-inspired movie on Netflix. As always, we start this movie off, this podcast off every week. I have been slacking on that lately, probably because I've been doing the other podcast, but I don't get this one. For 90 seconds or less, spoil the shit out of this movie. Who wants to spoil the shit out of this movie? Anybody? I mean, Tammy, you're the one that said you wanted to watch it. So I feel like you should, like, spoil the shit out of this movie in, like, 90 seconds or less. Okay. All right. I'll do it. I might be able to get it in a sentence director, but we'll see. Because this movie is exactly what you expect out of teen girl goes racing plus daddy issues. Like, that is this whole movie. It's not, like, 
don't know. There's nothing. It doesn't go bad, really. Dead anyway. daddy it's issues. Exactly man is, man is. is dead. <laughs> okay, right. uncle issues. Let's go with that. Yes, I was going to go more some issues as well. You're mom issues, but yeah, like because the dad is dead. He didn't raise. He died when she was in the inside her mother. Still, he. Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I mean, and then she becomes a late model driver. Yes. <laughs> she, yeah, she somehow wins the world 100 after driving a late model for. Sorry, we won't. There's, there's a lot of. I, I thought it was really funny because did she move Ted, up from late models to modified? No, she starts in a modified. Um, okay. but I thought it was funny because Ted literally texted me, "Oh, this movie's an hour and forty eight minutes or whatever." I thought it would maybe be shorter. Yeah. And then watching the movie, I was like, "Man, they could have made the if they really wanted to, they could have made this like a ten part like series oh, if they God. didn't want to shortcut all of the things that they shortcutted because like." For one, nobody jumps in a modified and just does it like that. And then after like a month goes to a late model and after a week goes and runs with everybody and beats everybody. Can you imagine if like you're just a dude who has a late model or modified that it's just like your weekend hobby and you've been doing it for like 10 years and your your wife or your girlfriend or your family's like, why do you keep on throwing money in that? And then some 16-year-old comes in and just whoops your ass in the middle of the summer. Like... You probably have like an extra loan on your house, you know, like to, like to pay for your second engine and like some 16 year old who literally they say she got her license and they never show her getting her license. She got the paper and then she probably goes wherever the hell her uncle lives. Like, like, and then later I said, like, oh no, I got my license. I'm like, I want to see that because you got a, a ticket, I assume for hitting the car. And in most places, when you're 16 and you get a ticket for hitting a vehicle, your license is gone for at least 30 days, if not longer. I mean, apparently Petaluma is on the other side of the planet from Monterey. I thought it was like two hours, but I mean, that, and I think everything in California is two hours from each other. So I swear they said that. <laughs> they said it and it was only a couple hours. I thought they yeah, said something like 200 miles. I'm not going to lie. Her leaving to run away, I was in my kitchen making a sandwich, and then I came back, and I was just like, do I need to rewind this two or three minutes, or am I just going to be okay? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just, like, it killed me. The opening scene in the Catholic school uniforms and just, like, the skateboard and the whole thing, like, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Like, there's race cars involved in this, and this girl is this, so she's going to win the whole thing. Like, you do that the first minute and a half and so everything else was a a ride like at one point i in my notes i wrote did an ai write this movie this it was <laughs> like we made an ai watch 100 hours of race car and coming of age movies and this is what it wrote like yeah it's uh and so yeah like this movie is on netflix like we said it has uh Casper Van Dien's daughter, which I assume means nothing to anyone here but Tammy. Um, <laughs> you don't know who Casper Van Dien is? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, anyways, <laughs> I guess I'm just the nerd. Let me, let me um, your face. Hang on. Oh, you know who he is as soon as you see him. But uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, his daughter is Grace Van Dien, also known as uh, Chrissy from the new episode of Str- New Season of Stranger Things. 
so she's a kind of a pop culture thing right now, or, you know, her, just her name, you know, uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, Casper Van Dien is from Starship Troopers, and I imagine some other stuff from the 90s that I can't think of right now. I know from Starship Troopers and a bunch of like just direct to movie direct. I'm sure he's like on, on like many Hallmark movies. He's probably like the the rich asshole boyfriend on like five dozen Hallmark movies. That's zero research. I'm probably wrong on that. So it was nice that like they made her actual dad be her dead dad in this movie. So I wonder like if like that was like part of like the deal to get this movie made. Like he had like some, you know, some some flexing. And then we, of course we have Sean Patrick Flannery, the uh, the less famous dude from the Boondock Saints. That's not on that Walking Dead show. That's okay. Oh my! Seriously? I did not put that together, but I was like, I and I didn't look. I didn't look at anything. I was like, I know that guy, but I don't. I I can't. I couldn't place him. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. what's all the last, the second Boondock? He was also Young Indiana Jones. Years ago, so like, give me a break. We don't talk about that movie. Yeah. Well, the first one was ten years before that. So yeah, it was first year I was in high school in that one, or first year of college. Um, I'm afraid to revisit that movie. Um, so yeah, like this movie's all about. Um, I know her name. Ellie <laughs> Lansing. Um, going being a dirt track racer, and and. Uh, most part, I, I enjoyed this movie. This is a perfectly good. I'm on my phone doing something else, aka watching election stuff, and it's in the background. Movie, like I looked up. I I do have questions. I'm sure Jake can answer these things. Uh, is the modified late model championship in Missouri? Yeah, that was all accurate. Okay, and I, I love the fact that so they. I mean, that was all like real race footage <laughs> and stuff that they cut together and. Yeah, it was all that can, was all good. Can we talk about that part yet, or should we should we like build up to that final race? Because I have I have issues with that final race. Let's talk about some other stuff first. Like the first thing I need explained is the, the deodorant joke. Because the, the dudes, the Merle's mom likes Tim, so she's giving him deodorant to clean his ass up. Oh shit! I never put that together. Not connect that. At he all. said, okay. like Merle says, my mom says that women like good smelling guys. I mean, he was just kind of a socially awkward dude. I thought he was like, yeah. I mean, my mom tells me to wear deodorant. Like, what teenager boy's mom doesn't tell them to wear deodorant? And then you meet his mom at the dirt track the first time they go to it. Um, I, I thought the more odd part about that was not whether i mean that was a pretty subtle thing i thought that's kind of what it meant but i wasn't sure it was more the fact that he just didn't know like deodorant <laughs> he was like what what's that and uh, it's like um it's deodorant dude like so this isn't like the 30s it's you don't know what deodorant is at least man imagine man like did did lean pretty hard into his somehow being just a incredibly functioning alcoholic but maintaining a garage enough to like have it still there right just yeah. beer bottles and shit like everywhere i love that the cops call him for like towing jobs and like you straight man like yeah. that's like that's are, not... can, you, can you drive are you good to drive your well truck i think right they now? only called him because it was his niece and that same last name right Fair that's enough. my assumption you know, and 
Yeah, Tipsy Tipsy Tim is a pretty pretty good nickname for an asshole drunk, I suppose. If you're gonna be a prick about it, I mean, I, I'm sure there are worse names. We call them Tipsy Tim or Tom. What's his name? His name was Tim, right? Tim. Yeah. So it's like this movie is just like on the cusp of being like a Kevin Serbo. Somehow there's a thousand like a little bit like prayer parts in it. You know, like it's just. I was like halfway through it. I'm like, oh, is, is this going to be a thing where like he discovers God and then they fix him? And, you know, like, I feel like I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm being. It could have gone either way. It really could have. Like, like It's written that poorly. So. I wasn't going to say things like written poorly. Like I'm trying to be nice about like people put their blood and tears into this movie. Like, sorry, sorry. I do need to ask, oh, Jake, like, is, and I guess Nicole knows, like, is, like, is racing in California, like, a big deal like they show it? I think so, yeah. There, I mean, I only know, like, NASCAR. There are several drivers from there. Um, they have at least two races or did. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not it, in, like, L.A. or anything, but, like, a lot of California is not LA so. yeah dirt track racing is a th- like dirt track racing is weird because there's like kind of pockets of it all over the place um and they have like the and it it spans like a lot of different series and stuff the big ones like the late models and world of outlaws and stuff like they go everywhere but yeah it's definitely a thing and yeah there's a there's a road course that NASCAR races at there's an oval track and then they're they actually raced at the Coliseum this year and they're going back next year they've like put a track down and then tore it up the coliseum race was really interesting that was one of the most interesting nascar things i've ever watched they are going back, back so yeah wait they had a nascar wild. race in the yes, coliseum it was, it was like watching indoor you know how indoor football was, is always like bouncing off is the that walls smaller than bristol then yeah 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 it's, yeah, it's, 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 very, it. it's wild it's very reminiscent of there's a lot of like lower series that run really small tracks like that. NASCAR doesn't, the top series doesn't. Well, surely they couldn't do all 40, 42 cars in there, right? Oh, wow. Six or whatever they run, they were running now. Yeah, it's because I'm, like, I'm an old that yeah, only remembers 42 from way lower, from like, but it's hilarious to watch those cars run it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do have an issue that I, I don't want to have too many drinks and forget. And this bothered me too much and you know jake Lowe's and i just find stuff to like nitpick and i dwell on it so they go this race early on the movie tim and ellie the local race and they just fall have like a conversation during a race and i don't know if you've ever been to like watch a late model or modified race anywhere you can't say shit like you make your quarter <laughs> bet with your if your uncles and whatnot while you're there you pick a car you throw down a quarter and that's it for the next two, 15 minutes you sure shouldn't having him whisper in her ear about how you got to know how to drive and <laughs> inc- like, what the fuck? Sorry. Had to get out. I will say that the most believable part to me was showing up at a dirt track race, sitting in the stands and five minutes later being in love with the whole thing. Cause that is exactly the experience I had with going to dirt track races. It's just like, here's my bucket of beers. This is the best thing ever. I want to do this every weekend. Like, yeah. So that made sense. And probably being a girl or woman in the pits and having some asshole hit on you very quickly. The king of the oval track. What a douchebag. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. Buck like, McCready. Buck McCready. Great name, great name, but douchebag. Fucks up his truck. Um, the guy's either a Boise State quarterback or a dirt track racer. No, he, he definitely <laughs> is like third string QB at UC Irvine. Like, like just like not like a good enough school, but like a shitty enough school that like he literally is just the third string quarterback on like at San Diego State or San Jose State, you know? Yes. And he thinks he's kick. He's like, thinks he's cool shit. But, uh, do you ever actually, sh- does his dad ever show up in this movie? Like, they talk about his dad and Tim getting into it. And, like, that they ne- that never comes to, like, fruition, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, all right. So, story time. So, they, so, Tim and Ellie take his car out on that track to just fuck around. Uh, that Malibu is a wonderful <sighs> piece of machinery, by the way. And it would have got the shit kicked out of it. Because, all right. So, I was at a wedding, like, it's, I don't know what the statute of limitations are, but I was at a way in a fairgrounds back when I was like 22, 21. And halfway through the night, uh, someone told us that the track was unlocked. And we all took our cars out on the track. And it is a extremely rough, rough uh, driving experience in a 95 Monte Carlo on a dirt track at midnight when you've had way too much uh, booze. And I was like, I think to myself, like the next day, like now that I get older and I think about like, how do you explain to your parents how you fucked up your car in turn three? Like, like how do you like, like you know, like, misjudge the corner, dad? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the fact that my old man is my insurance agent, like just like, I just don't even know how to, like, I would like, how to, like, I just got to see that conversation going. Pushed it too hard, hopped the cushion. Robin's racing. Over. Some asshole hit me. What do you mean when you say, like, not my fault? I had the inside. I had, I had the inside. You know what that just made me think of when they let people drive at Talladega. Like I don't remember what the thing was, but like they let people in their cars, honest to God, do a lap around Talladega, and they were like, people don't know, they don't understand the banking, they don't know how fast you need to drive. They're fucking up their vehicles. <laughs> Minivans and shit out there. It was great. I went into the Atlanta Motor Speedway probably ten years ago. Now we got we got to go to a tour. And they took us out there on a minivan. And it is ridiculous, like, how you feel like the minivan is just going to tip over. You know, like, because it's such a high-end bank. And that's Atlanta. That's not even Talladega or those faster tracks. They're like, but no, that – they would have destroyed their cars racing like that. And it was nice of them to, like, you know, someone to, like, wet the track down for them randomly. <laughs> so, like, he ran out and take his car out of there. I'm sorry. I'm being an asshole. I should just shut up. Um. All right. So let's talk about, like, the – all right. All I can think about is like that finish to that race two weeks ago. And just like, I mean, if you wreck your truck and it's still drivable, why not just go beat her in the next turn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he, he got stuck up on that thing. I hope that dude wins. Does that guy have any chance to win the. No, the, they already finished. Oh. Yeah, last weekend. And he didn't win. Did he get fourth or did he get third? Uh, he got second in the championship. Well, I that's think. pretty cool. That's I mean, that's probably quite a bit better payday than you would have got, you know, whatever he would have got. So, um, yeah, like, so it's really weird watching this movie after watching 
the new Fast and Furious movie in the theater, and I'm sure I'm probably the only one here that saw it, but a main character dies in a track in a crash in that one at like a raceway in California. Hmm. <laughs> and how her dad dies is just like the slowest tip over of all time. Just like and I'm I'm sure that they could have had a gas leak and doing bad, but I thought it was hilarious. I like that car is like slowly rolled over. And then just all of a sudden explodes. Yeah. Yeah. Not not like, oh, it's on fire and then kaboom. It's just like, oh, it kind of starts on fire and then just just absolute bomb goes off. I kept waiting for them to say how uh, all those trophies were his brothers, not Tim's. Was anyone else expecting that? Like she's going to walk over there and like like rub off the trophies and like realize that's her dad's name and not her uncle's name. I don't know if they ever said either way. I think I assumed it was her dad's. Uh, he said they're his. Oh, really? Were they all? Okay, I, I missed that then. I always thought, like, with the picture and stuff, that it was supposed to be the the dirtiest shrine ever to someone. And the, I don't know. Even at 16, you'd think she'd be able to put together this story in this auto shop with all of this old shit. Like eventually you kind of just like put those pieces together right instead of just haranguing the drunk guy (laughs) but i don't know i guess that's not a good movie i have issues with how her mom hid what her dad did from her because i i feel like it doesn't make sense like because in what world are you like oh if i show my four-year-old daughter that her dad was a modified racer that she's going to want to follow his footprints like it just you know and i really want to know when she met the new rich husband and i want to know like in my head like i was this whole thing i built up like what his job was or how he's like just like a a mob lawyer or a gang lawyer well considering they pulled like a million dollar rig and late model out of their ass very quickly he obviously has money See, in my head, he went and, like, talked to his contacts because he's obviously, you know, a gang lawyer, mob lawyer, and they just stole that shit. <laughs> that was – I think that was – I mean, it's kind of jumping ahead, but, like, the the modifieds in the shop and beyond the, like, skill and, like, learning how to do it, that it, that accelerated rate, which is ridiculous, to just have her mom show up with a full-on, like – country touring literally like a million dollar rig car setup out of the blue i was like all right like that's that might be the most ridiculous thing you have in this in this movie not to mention that her mom goes from like absolutely not i'm beyond livid you cannot race it's dangerous to like okay i'll be your spotter and i'll buy you a car (laughs) like what (laughs) Just because her uncle said she was good, all of a sudden she's like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> she saw one video and he's like, she's good. And she's like, yeah, she looks pretty good on this video. We're just all in now. Goddamn Quinn John in from and Star Wars Anakin bullshit. Like, oh no, she is the one. She's going to attend us in a promised land. You know? No. Uh, too David. Too, too, all right, I said his name wrong. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> Wagon Jin. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I know what you meant. Thanks for letting me drown, though, for a good 10 seconds. You're welcome. Before you you literally are like the meme with the high fives. I'm drowning. Like, just like, (laughs) 
Here's the character's name. Pass me on the head. That's what I did. So, yeah, like, the mom hiding it, like, like that. I'm glad they, you know, made up because her husband's a mob lawyer and gets a uh, car that's worth way too much money and a trailer. And they don't even give us, like, a cross-country montage of them going to Missouri. That's just lazy. Like, like, it's like, I feel like there's five minutes you could cut out this movie and give me a montage of them, like, having fun with it. No, just me. I mean, they could have. It was a little disorienting because, like, it didn't look any different. So without that sort of, like, a montage or something where you're like, okay, they're traveling now. All of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute. They're there. They're in this other location and not California. Okay, but it looks the same. <laughs> That's the thing, like, do you not have to like qualify for this race, Jake? <laughs> yeah, like I said, there's a lot of things that they just <laughs> cut out, cut out of the movie, and it's and it's for simplicity's sake because like the way that those big races work is that's like a four or five day show, and you race throughout the week and you accumulate points, and that's how they set lineups. And then on like your your Friday night, you'll have your last chance for who ha- hasn't qualified. You get a couple cars in, and then Saturday night you run this hundred lap show or whatever, and it's all set throughout the week. Whereas instead of having a montage of her figuring it out and qualifying for ten minutes or whatever it would take, they just say, "Well, nobody that's watching or most people that are watching this aren't going to care or know, so we'll just do it this way." But yeah, so there you don't just show up to any of those shows and say, I'm racing now and get to race in the final race. Last name that's important in one town in California in a $300,000 rack. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that was a little over the top, too. The, the little begging, please, teenage girl shit. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, that was something I kind of had an issue with, with her character, because, like, she kind of, like, she literally stole a car, so she kind of alternated between, Borrowed being, it. like, like, an actual <laughs> shit-stirring, like, up-to-no-good kind of kid, but yet she's also, like, doing the puppy dog eyes and she's acting really naive about the fact that this asshole is hitting on her and stuff. And I'm like, is she street smart or is she not? Because that was not consistent. (laughs) A little bit of like Lainey Boggs and she's all that in this movie. Like when she's like riding a skateboard to work the school and like dudes are like giving her shit as opposed to like trying to hit on her. They're like trashing her. Like, and I'm like, it makes no sense. And I'm like, she acts like she learns motors from a class, right? Like, and she like just pulls like a Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting and just knows how they work. Is that how that works? Like, maybe it's entirely possible. I mean, I don't know. People are smart in different ways all the time, right? Like, I'm not. <laughs> you are, but just not in the pulling apart a motor and putting <laughs> putting it back together way. But I mean, I know I know some people that are smart in that way, so it makes a little bit of sense you can be inherently just smart yeah with mechanical stuff it is a, yeah. probably a little exaggerated but once again there's a lot of things that are exaggerated for simplicity's sake so i just kind of went with it and 
didn't think too much about it, even though some of it drove me nuts because I know how it actually works. But because well, you're not broken like I am, so it's okay. Um, all right, so we're we're kind of bearing the lead here. So her uncle goes completely cold turkey from drinking, even though he's drank so much that he has liver liver failure, and literally has like no like shakes. <laughs> Like, just, like, one day he wakes up and it's not going in his coffee. And I love how, like, he's at his shop, a shop in which he owns, and he still pulls the flask out to put in his coffee as though he wouldn't have a bottle. It's just, just yeah. by the, I'm sorry, does that make you like an alcoholic? He would have a bottle there. He'd have, he wouldn't need a flask. I did, I did find it interesting. Yeah, you're, that's true. Like, he's literally, you're at, like, carrying bottles, like, bottle to bed with him and all this stuff. But the flask in the morning, that's the way... That's the way he gets it to his coffee. Yeah, he has to, you know, get a little funnel and put whatever's in there, like, slowly, like, got to make the effort, you know. You wouldn't think you want to use that for, like, a more discreet thing, you know, like when he's out towing cars. Um, hmm. And then he gets liver uh, failure. I can't pronounce what, sclerosis, or is that what saying it right? How's this fucker get to Missouri? Did they not all ride together? Like, I mean, he must have got on a plane, right? That's the only reason he shows up in the middle of the race. I'm not at the end of the race, I guess. But and was did he did he just get there, or was he there the whole time? And they didn't show him. He drove his tow truck through the did, night for 20 hours to Missouri. Does he even say anything worth a shit once he's there? Besides, like, just drive good, like. No, they have the, I mean, he doesn't do anything. They have the callback of, does he say, hey, it's God, or does she say, oh, hey, God, or whatever? He says it is, but, like, make him say, see something. Like, this guy's doing this. This is how you get past him. Like, just make it. And then it doesn't even show him and her, like, hugging or anything, right? It just goes her and the trophy and it's over. Right? I'm not, like, I mean, I I wasn't paying very attention, to be honest. I wasn't either, but that's what I remember. So, I remember the, yeah, the ending was abrupt. Go ahead. Sorry, Cameron. Yes, it was abrupt, but they did have the little moment on the trophy stand where she was like giving the side eye to Brett Brock, whatever the name was. Buck. Yeah, Buck. <laughs> New junior <laughs> senator out of Northern California. <laughs> it was nice that uh, Buck could uh, lose his race <laughs> and then be on the Capitol on January 6th. checks out that's the off season next person that has pelosi's desk is gonna like drop a pin and go on there be his number sticker underneath there or some shit it was a little little, but uh also i didn't like uh the circle back to the final race in which you know her her mob lawyer dad stole a modified car she doesn't even change the number or anything. Like they don't change the paint scheme, right? It's just the same car, the same sponsors that are on it. Whenever he used his, you know, affiliates to steal. Say the other. It's the same car as the guy that has busted knees and can't drive it anymore because they stole it. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it, it, you can pay your debts or you can give us your car. It's your choice. I don't care. <laughs> a million dollars, or I take all your money and. Beat the crap yeah. out of you. Either either you pay me, or you lose the car. But either way, you're, you're using your kneecaps. I don't. That's how it works. I'm sorry. So, 
can't shift with bad knees or anyways. Um, all right. I feel like we're missing a lot of stuff here. We have a nice little race car montage about how she can't get the podium and et cetera. And, but like. Well, there, that's a montage. But if you actually think about the timeline, it's like. I wasn't going to say it. Four weeks or so. Like it's a month. Yeah. It's not actually that much, that much racing. She's like losing her shit because she can't win a race. And it's like, yeah, because you've been on the racetrack three times before this. Of course not. Four weeks, you know, like. This is exactly you know, me with every sport when I was 16. Why <laughs> <laughs> am I not no the best out. at this already? Damn it. Yeah. I think there was any rainouts or anything, it would have made her miss a day, you know. And then she gets second, and then she just goes, Missouri wins this damn thing. Like, I cannot take think of like the self esteem hit it would take if you were like a 45 year old modified driver and some 16 year old just getting there and won the damn trophy. Like, probably how I feel right now winning my dynasty football league, and all three of my quarterbacks are suddenly hurt. So that's great. Josh Allen's elbow, Ryan, Matt Ryan's. I don't know, Matt Ryan sucks balls. And whatever the hell Tannehill's going with. It's great. It's great. I can't wait. I'm excited. Never won a fancy trophy in my life. Some 16-year-old girls don't come take it from me. <laughs> not that, doesn't matter if she's a girl. Some 16-year-old. That's just it's a, yeah, some person that's done this for like less than two months is gonna come beat my ass at the at the Using her stage. goddamn driver's permit, like sign off as a fucking I am 12. That's that's basically the equivalent of what she had. Just her. Like, how did they get her through class. technical? Like, don't you have to produce some paperwork at some point? You, I mean, you have to be like a yeah, an accredited licensed driver in the series. But yeah. once again, it's all the it's all this technicality stuff that it's like, well, we they can't actually put all that in the movie, right? Uh, it's- I mean, they they could have had like a a struggle montage or moment in it where it's like they don't want to license her and so they make her go out on the track and prove she can drive or something but there's a lot of things that, like that that they probably could have done but i don't know if we want a two and a half hour movie or a three hour movie either so the buck in the wall in her dad's car is good enough true <laughs> <laughs> i will say that the race footage that they actually used was better than it had any right to be and when you said that they they had actually cut together real racing that made much more sense like yeah all of the end racing was real footage i all pretty much all of the racing was real footage that was what yeah. i i think made me not hate the movie because a lot of the times you get movies like this and they like stage like five cars to be out on a track and it's not real you know racing or you know you have a game where it's not actually pro players or whatever good players doing it and it's like it just doesn't you're like that looks like shit i don't what what is this and so that i think that helped a lot at least for me somebody that you know knows what it's supposed to look like <laughs> typically i did like how i didn't notice this and it's just me being an ignorant race car not a race car fan but like how like the bumpers are at an angle so that when they could run around the corner i thought that was kind of cool which like i'm sure when Connor Ferguson listens back to this. He'll be like, what a fucking idiot Ted is, you know. Um, I did like the part where he like told her to go get his keys because it's a push start. You know, I thought that was cute. Like, um, yeah. So do you think Tim survives like next six months? Or do you think Tim's dead? Hey, God. 
That's where we're going. All right. Nick and Nick and Nicole snort laughs if I work my shit. <laughs> Oh, there's somewhere there's a sequel where there's like more family trauma. <laughs> no, yeah, she, she's just like she's touring and winning wins a championship and then Tim dies and she's got to deal with that. That's the that's the the Rocky three of this franchise. Yeah. Gets pushed by Buck after a race. Buck's the bad guy. Recently released from prison is 18 months stint for. Buck's Storming the capital. 10 year old son is now beating everybody too. <laughs> fuck it. Because ages don't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, that's always like is perfectly fine as a background Sunday afternoon movie, I think. Like, like Jake said before we recorded Remain on there, we have watched much worse for this podcast. Like, I put this in top two thirds. I think I would for sure. Yeah, I mean, we 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 watch movies that I'm like I didn't want to watch that the first time, let alone <laughs> ever like have it on in the background to watch ever again. And this movie, yeah, would absolutely be fine to just have on while you're hanging out. Yeah, it's a good like clean the living room movie if it's on. Like, but also like it just it just speaks to like. And this is me and my soapbox again. Like, see, it's like a larger problem. Movies these days. Like, I wish this movie was like a movie that, like, if I was just putting through the channels, it was on TNT. Is there right? But you're never gonna like. You're up there. You have to start this movie. You gotta like go to Netflix, track it down, start it. Right. Which yeah. I have ranted about too much about like the Disney movies. But anyway, speaking of our sponsors, Money Bites and the bomb of the Sunday coming, the best part. What is everyone's favorite part of this movie? Anyone want to go first? I'll, have a I'll, I'll go first because I because I <laughs> have it's a good movie. Such I have it, movie. and it's not even really part of the movie itself, other than it comes around. Is it the end the credits? End. Uh, was that uh, when he gave her the car? He gave her Tim gives her the car. Not not the race car. There's a Camaro that he's working on. Oh, I completely missed that. I don't know if that was. I don't remember exactly when that was. But my my favorite part of the movie, and it really has. <laughs> almost nothing to do with the movie other than he ends up giving her the car at the end was uh, they have this, I don't know which year it was 67, eight or nine first gen Camaro. And I'm like, they kind of show it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. And then they show him when he's working on it and it has a modern supercharged Corvette engine in it. And I was like, okay, that's really badass. I want one of those. And then it's like my favorite color. And yeah, it's, it, it has almost nothing to do with the movie, but that was the best part to me because that car was super sweet. How about you two staring at me? I liked the part where um, Buck had just wrecked his truck at the track and she told him to bring it by the shop and they'll buff it out. The bumper is like hanging off. and She's like, yeah, we'll take care of that for you. Oh, plus like the axle had to be just wrecked. So went up on that little thing, went up on that curb, you know, like that, uh, yeah. I'm not bespeeching Tim's mechanic abilities, but I feel like that's going to be like a pretty expensive fix to put that truck back on the road. So, old Buck. Buck's just out there, you know, guarding a polling place somewhere. Just trying to, just trying to do the right thing. 
Bobby to get the mayor, James, while we're in California. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. She's 16. I'm 19. Like, what the fuck was that line? God. I was waiting for him to like invoke the seven year rule. I, that's honestly, I was like, I thought. What the I fuck thought, is the seven year rule? Okay, not that, not that specifically, but I was waiting. I was like, <laughs> I was waiting for him to say it. And then in my head, I'm like, they're not going to actually put that in a, in the movie, are they? And they didn't like say anything like that. But I was like, I thought for sure he's going to be like, well, it's only three years. And by California law or something, I'd be like, oh, my God, that's what oh, it is. That's, movie. that's almost what it what it was implying. And I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. All right. So, so go ahead, Nicole. That was me. And. I don't necessarily know if this is my favorite part, but the part that's sticking with me is on the last lap, she actually gets her ass in in the wall and nobody says a damn thing. <laughs> and she goes on the wind. And that's my favorite moment. <laughs> right. I I I thought there, I saw it also I'm like, did he not gonna mention that or yeah, just not say a word. It's fine. No announcer, no nothing. You know, and he had a comment on everything she did all night, right? It's like, nothing's working. He hadn't said anything like that about any other driver all night. That was the know. worst part of, like, the race, because that was just the dubbed over, like, the announcer yeah. needs to be talking about what she's doing. All right, I got trivia. I got trivia for you guys. So the director of this movie, his name is Sean Paul Picciano. He had three movies on the Netflix top six over two weeks in December 2020 and 2021. Can any of you guess what they're called? Did you guys look them up? No. All right. I'll give hey, you the first one. What months and time was it? Um, 2020, December 2020 through 2021. Yeah, both the number one, number two, respectively, worldwide movies on Netflix. I don't even have a guess. Bird box come out. <laughs> um, Squid Game. Oh, that wasn't a movie. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what the like the top movies were through that time, and I can't think of any of them. So I could give you the first one, and you're still not going to get the second one. What's the first one? It's called A California Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so it's, it's like BS. Um, so he's like the, like the version of Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> remakes the same movie. <laughs> and then the second one is A California Christmas 2 City Lights. <laughs> Jesus. And then the third one is called That's Amore. Ah. <laughs> uh. Let's look, at the, let's look at these guys. Let's look at the uh, uh, excuse me. Let's look at the uh, synopsis of these movies. It's got a, uh, California Christmas. All right. Um, when a, when his carefree lifestyle on the line, a wealthy charmer poses as a ranch hand to get a hardworking farmer to sell her far, her family's land before Christmas. Oh, I bet they fall in love. Probably they have a second one. All right. Ladybug just fell on my finger. That's that is scary. Um, sequel to California Christmas follows Callie and Joseph one year after they fell in love. Now, right, a dairy farm and winery 
but their romance is threatened when business and family obligations call Joseph back to the city. Mm. This Would actually not taste like dairy. <laughs> smells like sorry. <laughs> this actually checks out because the movie Lady Driver was giving me Hallmark vibes, and these movies sound like Hallmark Christmas movies. So I think we found this guy's niche. That's Amore. After her job and relationship implode on the same day, Sophia starts from scratch and meets a dashing Spanish chef who might be her missing ingredient. Oh, God. <laughs> I think you should watch those for science. I refuse. No, yeah, no. That's. Am I allowed to say no? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just. Yeah, it definitely had a Hallmark vibe. I wonder if Holly's Homery is a sequel. Um, anyways, um. I just can't stop thinking about how much money this guy probably made off of those two horrible movies that were number, like, top movies for a year on Netflix. What? That's a directed an episode of Will of Fortune. Um, an episode. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> He's an actress, 44 acting credits. Wow. I feel like any project manager could direct an episode of Little Fortune. Like, <laughs> is it hard? Like, there's probably what, like two cameras, three? Like, Vanna runs the whole thing anyway. So, like, <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, good for him. Apparently, he's in a, some show called Heroes of Issues. That's weird. Um, yeah, I hope he's happily married and that makes a ton of money. Let's see what it has here. Sean Paul Picciano. Oh, they garnered close to 150 million washed hours. Oh my God, so much money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Apparently he's on it. Now he's directing some HBO original starring Brooke Shields and it coming on HBO Max. So. He, he acted in the Deadliest Warrior TV show. He's a he has a black belt. He has a couple of them, it sounds like. That's awesome. I mean, it's not really awesome, but yeah, he has a bunch of random random things that he's done. I mean, live your life, man. Make callback <laughs> movies, get black belts. Someone uh yeah i saw something the other day where like and i'm gonna murder her last name oh boy uh lacy schubert from mean girls mm -hmm. how she like is just banking money from hallmark movies like a million a movie or some shit and like mm -hmm. she like knocks out like two or three in like a few weeks or like she has like it says she has her own like they're gonna give her, her own like section <laughs> Sorry, got glared okay, down. The, got glared, got glared down the eight, the eight, eight pound Chihuahua Terrier mix that's barking beside me, just so she knows what's going on. Um, she's her own section, like on I, I think Hallmark's going on the HBO Discovery platform now. Like, that's living the dream, right? Like, just go yeah. pop out a Hallmark movie like once, like three or four in a month, and just get made three or four million dollars. Yeah figured out the hack to Hollywood without having to be famous. Like, I mean, if she's famous, then not like 
people following her ass around all the time thing it is does that make sense like she can go places like yeah. if you want to leave your house you can do that yeah yeah how did like Lindsay lohan come out like mean girls the least successful of all those women in that movie addiction i'll say she was more popular going in and had problems because of yeah child stars yeah pretty good problem to have um i only have ever watched a hallmark movie ever oh. my mom loves them she watches them all like i don't know if i've ever sat down and watched a hallmark movie that's what we need that's what we need to do tammy once you get settled in we should just do like a hallmark podcast Tammy's <laughs> <laughs> face oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I do not enjoy romance movies. I've never enjoyed romance movies. I don't really enjoy romance novels. Like the whole genre can miss me. And it's just gotten worse as I've gotten older, as it's gotten more specific into dumber and dumber stuff. And so, yeah, I will not be joining you on the Hallmark tour of movies unless people start dying in them a lot more. Or. (laughs) You need need a a branch off where it's like a horror romance thing where people are getting murdered and stuff too. something something i don't know or i'll just i don't feel like hallmark is in the uh murder no they're not genre but i do think it's the same like circle like that venn diagram of true crime chicks and hallmark movie chicks yes. <laughs> yeah like yeah like the whole like Dahmer thing like it was all over my TikTok for like two months or a month and I didn't watch it because I like myself too much um and like I saw I was like, like imagine if like someone who knows a victim of him like just seeing him become like a pulp culture icon it just it bothered me on like a level I can't I can't describe it you know yeah, meaning serial killers is like, like I didn't watch that uh Ted Bundy one of Zach Efron, but I heard how it ended and like they like he like it like basically puts you on the spot. Did anyone here watch that? Where like it ends of him like staring at the camera and breaking the fourth wall and being like, Why do you like me? Why are you attracted to me? I killed all these people. You should hate me, you know. And it's Zach Efron, you know, which yeah, who's attracted to Zach Efron. Um, but like it's just weird I'm like talking how about how he's on steroids. <laughs> Dude, I all right, that, that that movie, that movie, that movie that he's doing, and this is the pro wrestler family about the van uh how can I have their names is gonna be incredible because their story is incredible. I'm ex- it's an A24 film, which means it's gonna have like a decent, you know, directing, you know, and the Van Erks family, yeah. Yeah, and like their story will make an incredible movie. I'm excited for it, but he looks—he looks nothing like himself. Like he looks like a beefy, beefy dude these days, you know, like an A-pack. Right? It's great. It's crazy what um, unlimited working out and HGH will do for you. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone, you know. Um, which uh, that were completely other rails. I I, I read something about him. You know the only now, reason he now did, that we are completely off the rails. You know the only reason he did stop where your mom will shoot is because he thought Schwarzenegger was gonna make it. And when he asked Schwarzenegger if he had read the script and he was interested, Schwarzenegger told him yes. 
And when they like Salone, so so I made it, so he couldn't. And then they reached out for Sports Center for comment. And he's like, Yeah, I lied. <laughs> you know, like, and Salone's like, Oh, we laugh about it now, even though he probably cost me millions of dollars to make me do that movie. So, all right. Got any more? Should we empty the notebook here real quick? I think it's got hilarious any... you think that we have notes left. Or at least I do, anyway. You guys, I mean, I don't take notes. So, Tammy says it she did, had notes. I do. It cracked me up that she, like, didn't tell her mom she was racing. And that, like, wasn't the biggest deal in the whole world. I don't know why that, like, is sticking with me. But, I don't know. It was kind of karma. It was another thing in this movie that was just like, oh, that lines up. Right. Um, I don't know. It was all very tropey. It was like every trope. Right. Racing and like, I do appreciate that she didn't end up with Buck because that was the other thing I was expecting to happen. Or Merle. <sighs> or Merle. He could end up with Merle, so. I mean, apparently he does kiss well enough. He got a good job. So. I do love how like, all of us being from Iowa, like, and they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, I caught it right immediately. I caught it immediately when he said Merle. Like, I, I caught it, like, immediately. And they kept acting like he was saying it wrong. I mean, it's because I mumble when I talk. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? He said Merle. And then they said Haggard, and then they act like they didn't know who the fuck that was, which upset me at, like, a bigger <laughs> level. Well, the stepdad at least said, oh, Merle Haggard. Like, as yeah. they were, like, changing that scene. So he at least... Because his gang did fucking body bouncer <laughs> shit for his concerts. I'm surprised his race car didn't have their area code as their number. Um, one twos. I'm trying to figure out, like... I like the theory because it makes more sense than we got a completely customized three quarters of a million dollar rig <laughs> together in three days. Like, and what does he say early on in the movie? You need to be nice, so she's nice to me or some shit. When like when like at breakfast with her, when like her mom, his oh, mom, yeah. yeah, he's like, you need to not cause a problem because then it causes me. He he says it nicely, you know. Mm-hmm. I did like how they steered away from the fact that, like, they obviously must like their daughter better than her. I got for sure that's going to be an issue, right? But, you know, it's a Hallmark movie, so uh, we're all good. I like I liked how, like, I don't know, just it's immediately like, oh, she's stealing cars. We're going to send her to military school. <laughs> because, I mean, like, it was a big leap there, too. We didn't ha- even have to have lawyers involved. Like, to we're just gonna send her away, and I don't know. I actually I didn't know when this movie was made, and it kind of surprised me when you said 2020 because it had a lot of 90s vibes. Like the military school, I feel like was brought up a lot in movies when I was a kid or boarding school or whatever. Ted's movies. I grew up and knew no one who ever went to boarding school, but also like the parenting stuff reminded me of a tweet and I can't give attribution because I don't remember who tweeted it but (laughs) somebody tweeted that like 
how bonkers it was that we were all just watching the parent trap and like these two got divorced and oh just my God, put these put on the- a pair of twins and like how bad a parenting that was. That's what not telling your daughter about how her dad died is. It's <laughs> like, what? You just kept this for 16 years and she never Googled it? Never once. <laughs> Had no idea. Not a clue. Oh, God. Uh, the internet doesn't exist in a strange. There's no video of the dad racing. There's no VHS tapes in a box anywhere. It's just, I don't know. It's wild. She'd gotten mail when she was seven and never asked another question. <laughs> like, if you ever better at a seven year old, that's not how they work. Like, <laughs> I also wondered how she recognized her uncle. Because yeah. when the cop took her to his shop, she like knew who he was, but he'd never been a part of her life. Well, she knows yeah. photos of him, but there's no photos of her dad in like a race car outfit or, you know, like just, was that where she was going? Is that what her plan was? I, I missed like, so I was missing that part. I was making a sandwich in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> they're like, or is it just a serendipity part where like she got pulled over in the same town? That's where she was heading. And I love that you missed like the main plot point of the movie and it didn't matter at all. <laughs> I sat down. I made a conscious decision not to rewind those four minutes. Like I like and it didn't matter. Did it? <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> you know. Uh, like I, I I sat down and I'm like, and like I pull, I got I came back when she was getting pulled over. So I'm like. And then later on, I'm like, that's kind of weird that she got pulled over near her uncle's house. But uh, yeah, but I don't have a, I don't have a good brain. Um, it's fine. So the car actually quit there. That's yes, how she there. got a Toyota Camry to die. Which <laughs> most unbelievable thing about the movie, <laughs> or the fact that oh my god, all right, she hits this dude's car with the school car. Right, this is too much inside baseball. It, it wouldn't have been her insurance that had to cover that. It would have been the guy's insurance that would have had to cover that. Her private, mom and her dad. Private property, so there's no fault. But yeah. yeah, like it's whoever's insurance is on the vehicle covers the vehicle, not so like her having to work all summer to pay. And even if it was their fault, right? Even if it was, she works two weeks, she covers a $500 deductible, and it's not her fault. So there is no fucking deductible. It's the fucking whatever the shop. And also, I imagine the school only had comprehensive on a damn car that just sits in a shop. So I guess there, then she would have to pay for it if there's no collision. I'm sorry, I'm gonna shut up. And that, and that's your insurance breakdown for the night. <laughs> Brought to you by Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Um, Liberty, Liberty. Uh, definitely not brought to you by the goddamn. Buffalo football team that's shit in the bed. What's happening? I was watching Maction. Yeah, it is Maction. It's bad, bad news. Um, but like Jake is <laughs> like when I talk about my gambling on the air, so hmm. he's judging me. I can feel it. It's fine. All right. Anyways, I would recommend this movie. You have nothing going on better to do. Is that too mean? No, that's about right. There are worse things to put in the background. Like a Jeffrey Dahmer miniseries. If you, Any are of you guys been chilling and you're not actually going to watch the end of the movie, maybe. 
if you like looking up when the race car sounds are going and being pleased with what you see. Yeah, there's a, I imagine that there's a better version of this movie out there somewhere that would be more interesting. Like, I feel like small town dirt track racing could easily, like, Jake's would be like a 10 episode miniseries of the right writers and characters and shit, you know. Knowing the drama that takes place in my hometown, we have a track. So, there's a show there, and it wouldn't be very expensive to make, I don't think. No, I think this could be very easily be a 10-part series and be pretty good. Or just use the track as the series. Call the series the name of the track and just have the racers be the characters. That's from the people that bring you the F1 show, bring me dirt track in America. I should watch yeah. that show since everyone here, since two fourths of us here love it. So I just don't have time. I'd much rather watch fresher wrestling because that's my, that's where I was like, you can watch, you can see the reflection behind me the whole time. So, anyways, uh, thanks for coming to the matinee baseball, guys. Um, we still got two weeks for us to have drinks and discuss the turkey bowl. If someone wants to bite that bowl with me and Jake, Jake's hoping no one says yes. So that means he has to watch it again. <laughs> and the turkey bowl is much worse than this movie. Oh yeah, by by far one one of the worst <laughs> things we've watched. Bottom great, 5%, great endorsement. Bottom five percent of shit we've watched for this podcast, mm-hmm. and that includes bench warmers. So, <sighs> and Major League Three. What's one of the other ones we've watched that are terrible? He's just shaking his head. All right, got one off top of your head. Nothing. No, <laughs> I, I, we do this and I immediately throw it out of my head and don't ever think about it ever again. You know, you're not wrong, but I have a bad memory. <laughs> so, all right. I will talk to you guys soon until next time. Thanks, right. Ted. Yeah. Play our music. Okay.